The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond, 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 beyond. Yeah, that okay. was good. Okay, like, great. Thank you for that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know you're only you know you're only perpetuating the issue. Uh, yeah, Warren and I Bush. love that. It's making yeah. it better and better. Damn it! All right, welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 453. I'm Max Scoville. Joining me, Brian Altano. Hey guys, Zach Ryan. Greets. And little Donnie Jornbush. Hello, yeah, that's Jonathan, my name now. Jonathan Dornbush, who's... Uh, it's on video. So. Yeah, a little, little miniature gold farm. Second yeah. appearance on the show, Coming right? Yes, noise that's right. Well, third if you count the... Uh, the drunk, yes. Yeah, yeah. The drunk. The, the drunk. drunk. The drunk. Yeah. That's what we rarely count the drunk. The show? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming back. Thank uh, you for having me. Back. Marty and Alana are actually doing a live stream of We Happy Few right now, so um, they Isn't are not here. Isn't that the Xbox game? It's, I think it's on PC, actually. I don't know. Yeah. Traders. Yeah, All right. Fine. Whatever. Um, Sellouts. This is we're sort of on the Xbox. Show. Sort of on a weird, weird energy right now because we're uh, at Comic Con all weekend for the most part, and yep. uh, now we're back at the office, and it's uh, it's weird because there's um, you know, uh, there's no celebrities here. There's That's no true. Uh, you don't. There's none of those yeah. Walking Dead people going. We got around. so used to right now. We got used to rubbing uh. shoulders with celebs that now we come back to these normal people. The and it just doesn't feel yeah. the same. Yeah, it was oh. a fun show. It was we, a really we good fancy, show. Yeah. Huh? Um, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. There, uh, it's not obviously a huge game convention, but there is, you know, there's some game stuff that goes on there. Yeah, um, yeah. What, uh, Brian? You were doing uh, like live show segments. What was? What, what, what did you see? Did you see Telltale's Batman at all, Brian? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Well, Telltale. Uh, was there. Troy Baker was on our show with with uh, with Telltale's Batman. Um, what's going on? Turn both of the lights on. There we go. There. Thank you. Uh, mm, sorry. Great. So if you're watching this at home and it just got brighter and then darker and brighter again, we're learning how to work the lights here. We're doing a let's play of the lights. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, Melissa Hutchinson of Walking Dead was on. She plays Clementine. Hmm. And uh, Troy Baker was on from uh, Telltale's Batman. He plays Batman and Bruce Wayne. And I did some digging around, and I, re- I realized that in the past he's also played the Two-Face, the Joker, and Robin, right. which is pretty and, crazy. He's, and Lego Batman. And Lego he's Batman. Batman. Yeah. yeah what, which did is, he play, what did he play Robin on? Um, I think it was the same, the same one he played Joker in. Oh. Yeah, a couple a couple Batman games ago, maybe. Wow. Yeah, we got to look it up. They made, they made a lot of Batman games. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm getting I get them all mixed up. But um, yeah, and then Lego Dimensions was also on our show. They brought yeah. by their yeah. entire new wave of toys. We'll we'll talk about that a little so later. They showed off um, the Adventure Time set, which yeah. looks 
awesome. I played some of it at E3, yeah. too. And yeah. Super cool. Yeah, I think a cool thing about Comic-Con is that, so um, the new Batman game was one of our presenters, and they had uh, images on the monitors behind us the entire week, and celebrities would come by who don't play video games, and they'd see the, the trailer for the new Batman, Telltale's Batman game, and they're like, what's this, they're making like a new Batman cartoon? Oh, it's a video You played on your Xbox, huh? Man, video games are really growing up. And I'm like, this is great. Like, the cast of The Walking Dead is reacting to yeah. Telltale's yeah. Batman. So there isn't a ton of video game stuff specifically at Comic-Con, but there were some cool surprises. Like, I played Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. two? Not yeah. DX2, right? I no, keep... I think it's just Edition yeah. 2. So that was really cool. Uh, I got to check out the NES Mini, and we'll talk about how that works for PlayStation a little later on. Um, Resident Evil 7 was there with a VR demo. Um, it was just the uh, it was the, the kitchen, right? The kitchen one. Basically yeah. the same demo as the... Uh, the E3 demo? No, it's the one that's been around for ages. It's, it's oh, the, the one that, oh, the yeah. actual the yeah. kitchen demo. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you can okay. play it with with VR. So there was a huge line for it, and I'm like, wait, haven't most people tried this already? But anyway, um, it's weird to see Comic Con try to find its voice because there's like, it's the comic part of it is so subdued in the corners. Uh, the sort of artistry, the games part of it, the games part of it too. Yeah, I mean, just I'm bouncing around. Sure. But um, like movies and TV and DC, Warner Brothers. Uh, you know, Marvel take and Star Wars and Hasbro toys and stuff like that take such a huge role there. And like, you can find toys based on video games. It was that new statue based on Horizon. But in terms of like a dedicated game section, we get there on preview night every year. We rush to the corner to where they hide all the game stuff, and we start looking around, and we're like, and it's not that much. Yeah, yeah. it's frequently stuff that they yeah. already had at E3. You well, know, and it's, it's it's so small too that like when I came to look for you guys on preview night. Uh, I was asking people that worked for Comic Con, and I was like, "Hey, I'm looking for the the video games," and they're like, oh, "We don't know." Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I think it's okay. more, more indicative of the people working there than it is. No, the I mean it's also it's yeah. probably representative yeah. of of just how much games are represented at Comic Con. Yeah. I mean that is a it's a cultural event based on the complete other side of the spectrum yeah. of the other culture. I mean, of you know that I mean? entire show floor, sure. it's numbered up to 6,000 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Games are maybe in the first 200. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. The, the also, the biggest activation in the game section was Splatoon, which I thought was really weird. Uh, yeah, that Splatoon was very odd. Splatoon had a yeah. giant booth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I think they're trying to sort of angle it like packs to a degree where yeah, yeah. Um, fans get together and play cool stuff. Nintendo's yeah. angle was decidedly retro, and not, I don't mean just like NES. I mean like they were talking about stuff like they had Mario Kart 8 and Donkey Kong Country Returns. Yeah. Sony sure. just right. straight up so isn't there. So they're going there. for just a wider audience yeah. Yeah. appeal maybe? Did you say wider? <laughs> no, okay. I did not. Uh, Max, did you get to play anything? Uh, not really. No, I mean uh, – no. did I – uh, I mean, I played Dragon Ball's universe for a second. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it was mostly just – I was checking out toys and stuff and, yeah. and a lot of that stuff. Um I did have one really cool game-related uh, moment. Um, I ran into Kojima, yeah, which yeah. was yeah. really cool because I was just like, I was just geeking out, like hanging out at the Hot Toys booth and looking at like new Star Wars figures and stuff. And I look over and there's um, Ken Imazumi, who's like the producer, and I knew him from when I went to Japan for Ground Zeroes, and he's like a really, really cool guy, just like super, yeah, Ken's super nice. Yeah. yeah. So I just went up and I was like, oh hey, good to see you. How you doing? And then I look over and like right next to him is. Um, um, Totally drawn a blank. Yoji Shinkawa. Yeah, and they're just and I'm like, oh, I recognize you. And he's and I'm just you know I'm like I don't I'm I don't want to be annoying. You know, like I'm never like oh can I have a picture? And he's just like hey good to see you. I'm like I'm glad you guys are like laying on your feet. Like Death Stranding looks really cool. It's awesome. I'm really you know happy that that's still a thing. And he's like yeah I mean I don't know we're still sort of figuring out what it's going to be. I'm like yeah I hear you're shopping around for engines. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like but I don't you know I don't know what it is. So that's that's fun. Um, And then he's like. Do you want to do you want a picture with the with the guys? And I was like, I mean, okay, you know. And I was yeah. like, I, yeah. like, I'd never go up and like ask for that, but he yeah. offered. And yeah. then like, 
And then he just like DM'd it to me and was like, post this on your Twitter. And I was like, okay. okay. Yeah. And then I was like, thanks for taking this picture. Here, I made this. I said this Photoshop of Big Boss hanging out with a bunch of minions. And he was like, he was like, Kojima loves minions. And I was just like, yes. I made I made Hideo Kojima look at one of my bad Metal Gear photos. That's awesome. So that was that was really exciting for me. Um, also, he, the big thing they did, they had their their live stream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was I didn't get a chance to see it, but my sense was they didn't really show off a whole lot. No. No. Uh, they did show off a really really cool uh, Kojima Productions graphic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where yeah. <laughs> Luden's the Moon Man plants his big old hologram flag. Who is apparently not even in Death Stranding. No, I realized uh, who he is or why he's. Why he's that? Uh, he's Luden's means is Kojima had this weird quote when he was first kind of starting Kojima Productions that was like, "We are not Homo Sapiens, we are Homo Ludens." Right idea that there's like, oh, there's a new. It's like you know, new types in Gundams. It's like, oh, these are people who've grown up with video games. Like this is a people who you know, it's like Ludology or Luda narrative dissonance, whatever that whole concept. So. I think they probably wanted to call him Homo Ludens, but they were probably like, maybe don't put Homo in your mascot's name because that could just go awry. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's funny because that's Kojima in that knight costume, and then he's just this. See, and I, it's it's cool seeing him walk around, and he was hanging out with Norman Reedus for a little bit again. Yeah. Um, and it kind of made me go like, oh, I wonder how their their whole origin story of meeting each other started. Was it at a comic con? Then Norman Reedus came out to our live show, so it was it was really cool to see. Like, I think we're like getting we're getting there, right? We're getting closer and closer of sort of that synergy between movies and games and TV. Right now, if you look at games based on TV shows. Uh, games based on movies, movies based on games, TV shows based on games, they don't truly land all the time. They're just not great. So I think that like the idea of these people rubbing shoulders is getting us closer to it. Um, it kind of sucks that the whole Kojima thing fell out a few years ago, but the fact that they're still making that game, I mean, if you think about it, he's he's empowering one of the like most known TV actors right now, Norman Reedus, yeah. on one of the most watched TV shows to star in his new video game. Like, I think that Comic-Con is a good way of bringing game directors, mm-hmm. actors, filmmakers, cinematographers, artists all together in one place. And, like, the fact that Kojima was walking around taking the same pictures of toys that we were, yeah. you know, yeah. is kind of cool. Because he's looking and he's like, oh, well, that's how Star Wars is doing their toys right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm really excited for this. He's constantly tweeting movies and TV shows that right. he's watching and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think we're getting closer in terms of breaking down those walls between those industries and making something better and better, but we're not there yet. Well, there was another thing that he uh, he tweeted out. Um, the director of Kong Skull Island mm-hmm. yeah. uh, right. is also attached to Metal Gear, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of wondering what the status of that was. Is Kojima going to be involved in it? Because uh, obviously that's kind of Konami first and foremost. But he like Kojima tweeted out a photo of him with this with director, and he's like, yeah, we're just talking about what he wants to do with Metal Gear. And I'm like, oh, that that's reassuring. That's yeah. nice to hear. I don't know what that's going to be, but that would be like that'd be kind of awesome if that if even if he was there yeah. in like a consultation kind of role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, also the fact that like specifically there are bosses in metal game in Metal Gear games that are just like these gigantic, terrifying, hulking beasts, mm-hmm. and this King Kong in the new trailer is bigger than any King Kong they've ever done in any film. So like, you could fight yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. So you yeah. could fight Godzilla. Yeah, which is really awesome. I mean, yeah. just the whole idea of all that coming together. <laughs> be great. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I like the idea of knowing there are all these just empowered awesome creative people are making big badass stuff yeah. so the more it comes together the better it'll get right now games being such a smart a uh, small part of comic-con i think it's only part of the issue i think that like more game developers need to go to comic-con and see how movies are doing it and more movie producers and makers need to see how games are doing it and just everyone kind of like learns from each other and yeah. collaborates and makes cool stuff so we'll see yeah 
Um, Final Fantasy XV Kingsglaive. That's the movie that's coming mm-hmm. out pretty soon. That's what is it, August. Yeah, it's getting a limited. I think I want to say it's the fifteenth, but I'm not sure that that's correct. It's got like Lena Headey and Aaron Paul and a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Bean is yeah. in it as well. I really, I really am, like. I think it looks gorgeous. Yeah, but I'm so scared yeah. that it's just going to be the worst. Yeah. Thing. So my my big concern with Kingslave, and we saw maybe f- ten minutes of it when we okay. were in Japan for Final Fantasy 15 back in April. It was actually really funny because they showed us like the initial like battle sequence but it was half done oh, so we okay. saw it with like all these like wireframes or characters yeah. like you'd watch this gorgeous battle sequence and then one character would run through the frame just like it was really <laughs> fun. Um, yeah but uh yeah it's coming out 15 uh, the uh, sometime in august i think it's the 15th but yeah, uh, it's it getting a, end of the end of the month yeah mm-hmm. it's getting a limited theater run which is actually super cool yeah. um i think not many of us anticipated it to actually hit theaters. Um, and then it comes out on Blu-ray later. So. I uh, interviewed Liam Mulvey, who is one of the mocap and voice actors who worked on that. And uh, afterwards he said, hey, I love what you guys do in Beyond. So I was like, that's so cool. So shout <laughs> out to great. Liam. That's just yeah. awesome. That Yeah, like stuff like that. I just love hearing stuff like that, that like we're all kind of on the same page just yeah. making, doing stupid things. It Although was, he's doing something. I said to him, like, we just make a dumb podcast. Like, you're you're doing something way cooler. Yeah. 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 So I mean, check out that of, interview. Kind of to your point about games and movies hanging out a little more often. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought it was really super cool to see Kingsglaive in such a huge way at yeah. Comic-Con. They, yeah. had a, they had a panel that Marty moderated uh, that I heard went really well. I wasn't yeah. in attendance, but I heard it went really well. And I, I think that's awesome that that kind of film can show up at Comic-Con and kind of hold its own. Yeah, you know, 100%. Perfect, perfect place for it. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing right. that that with, I think, digital distribution and the fact that there's, like, it's easy to coordinate stuff like that. Like, yeah. when movies were released in the more analog era, it was like, you have to pay for billboards and posters. And now it's like, yeah, go to the website and see if it's playing near you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can rent out five theaters nationwide and be like, yeah, uh, it's playing XYZ here. I mean, that's how they do. Like, that's how Sony does, like, uh, their E3 thing. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. E3 or, or watch it instantly digitally. Yeah, like, exactly. Which I love because it's like it's – and the games are doing the same thing, which is so great because it breaks down the barriers of having a brick-and-mortar store where you have to pay people, having to pay exorbitant amount of monies for production costs and printing cartridges or discs or putting mm-hmm. your movie on film or – Keeping the lights on in the theater, you can just be like, "Here's our thing." Yeah, it's two ninety nine, and you can rent and it, and it's seven ninety nine, and you can own it, and you can watch it as much as you want forever. Good luck, enjoy. Yeah. That's yeah. like super cool. Um, here's something we should talk about. I guess it's on the list. We can talk about it. Uh, <laughs> PS4, Xbox One, cross network play. This is the thing that has sort of been talked about here and there. Yeah, has mm-hmm. it ever? This is a stupid question. Has this ever actually existed, or has it always been kind of apples and oranges in terms of how these things are set up? There's a, there's like a game or a publisher every every two or three years that are like, oh, in one mode we can do this and that. Um, like Rocket League's really pushing for it. Uh, the the main thing that people have always wanted is sort of like connection with PC gaming, right. um, but it makes it so difficult because the the way. So basically, if you play a first-person shooter with a mouse and keyboard, you're a ninja. And if you right. play it with a controller, you're slightly slower. But if everyone's slightly slower, you're all on the same page, and it's okay. Um, so there's little idiosyncrasies when it comes to stuff like that. And then it's also the way um, people connect to certain um, paid like uh, online networks and stuff right. like that. Sure, sure. Uh, between PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live and Steam and all that other kind of stuff. I mean, I get the mentality of like, oh, let's have a system where we can play with our friends. Like, yeah. Or, or regardless of what box you have in your house. But yeah. I feel like we're... <sighs> It's. I feel like it's something. It's not going to work until it's 
we're in more like a cloud-driven future, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it really, it's it's just, or it's not worth the trouble right now. Well, Cyan- the team at Psyonics for Rocket League has said that they pretty much could get it up and running in a day yeah. worldwide. It's just a matter of Sony saying yes. Yeah. And, yes. and they're saying Sony so doesn't want to say yes until yeah. they That's have the issue, right? It's a brand yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less so than it is a tech thing. Yeah. Uh, because you see things like Paragon runs on PlayStation 4 and on PC yeah. effortlessly. Like, if yeah. that was on Xbox, I'm sure it's just a question of flipping a couple switches and you could make that happen. Yeah. But yes. if they file yeah, it's totally, yeah, it's totally a brand thing. So. It's, it's, like, it's, and I would kill. I like. I would love. I have so many people in here in the office that are playing Overwatch on PC or yeah. Overwatch yeah. on Xbox, and I would love to play with them. But I have PlayStation Four. Yeah, and, yeah. So, and that's yeah. that's exactly where it works too. Playing on PS4 here. When yeah. you have when you have a group of friends and you're all split up between consoles, then it then it gets kind of tricky. But if you're just connecting the random online games, it reminds me of like they had those like weird like uh, coffee commercials in the 90s where they would give someone coffee and they'd be like, did you know you were drinking decaf? And you'd be like, no, I had no idea. Like if I played a video game online and they're like, you just played against someone on Xbox, it'd be like, oh. Okay, great. Yeah. Thanks for I that can, information. I can like, totally imagine like uh, just like a future where in the same way that like if you go on like, here's a weird reference, but if you go on like Weirder than my '90s coffee uh, reference. That was a free word. It's going to be relevant in that in that department. But okay. like an AOL, AOL Instant Messenger, yeah. on your buddy yeah. list, somebody would be on mobile, and now uh, it's like yeah. everybody has iMessage on their phones. It's just yep. that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. But there was that point where there'd be that little the little picture of a cell phone next to it, and you'd message them, and it'd be like. I'm using a mobile device. I might not get your message. You know, like yeah. I'm never messaging you again. <laughs> well, uh, no, actually, that's actually a great example because, like, I have friends that I that I text with that aren't on iPhones. You know, a lot of them, and right, they, right. Yeah. it shows up as like green. green. There you go. Or yeah, you um, go. you're it, it like you can't. I can't text them from my computer. Like I'll sit on my laptop yeah. and I can text Max on my laptop without pulling yeah. out my phone. But I can't do that with certain other friends. I'm sure there's like an app, and you're going to text that or tweet that to me and tell me I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure but, Marty said has gone on record saying that he won't date a girl that doesn't, doesn't use iMessage. Really? <laughs> yeah. That, That's rough. If you're using SMS, get out of the way. I mean, way. for me, wow. I would never date someone who has re-receipts on. It's too much pressure. That's, I, yeah. That I don't like that, at all. Yeah. I don't the like re-receipts. re-receipts. When you yeah. can see that yeah. they read it. I don't like that, and I don't like knowing when someone's typing. Yeah. That's, that's nerve-wracking. Anyway, yeah. point being, I could totally imagine a world where you go to your friends list on, on PSN, and you see like a little green circle next to somebody because they're, they're actually on Xbox, on Xbox yeah. or something. And then what, you discriminate against them? Oh, somebody would, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. I feel like PS4 players would gang up. I'm sure. I yeah. totally and think. Some Xbox I mean, players there's more of us. Yeah, yeah. Well, power of, numbers. Just statistically, exactly. yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like this generation. I mean, aside from some minor, you know, frame rate foibles, this is we're pretty much on equal footing here. And I mean, like like last time around, it was like you know the, the PS3 was running on like cell processors, and it was like yeah. it, was, it was frequently the PS3 version of something would just wouldn't work, yeah. mm-hmm. or it would be a little bit a little bit clunkier or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm or not going to install it for 45 minutes. Like, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about net code and stuff like that, but I have to imagine that there's the parity is stronger than ever nowadays than yeah. it was last generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a cool, it's sort of like this, like, weird utopia that's just within reach that we've never truly had before. Yeah. Um, and I think once we get it, we'll be like, oh, oh. Thanks. Yeah. Like the people who use it will will really enjoy. It. Like like you said specifically, we get we, when a when a big game comes out in this office, uh, something like Overwatch. We're all like, "Where are you playing?" Like Battlefront. I remember it was like two people were playing on on Xbox and twenty were playing, playing on, on PS4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and so that's like. And then I, you have someone like Dan Stapleton being like, "Well, on Steam, it's so much." Yeah. And we're like, "Shut <laughs> up, Dan." I, well, I must have sent you guys like thirty text messages, decide like trying to decide whether or not I should yeah. buy an Xbox because they were on sale recently, and I've never owned an Xbox. Mm. And it was one of those things where it was like I could play these games that I'm playing on PlayStation Four with this crowd, and that would take that out of the equation entirely. Yeah. You 
you know, so like you could have your brand allegiance, but also play with your whole friend group. But I also, I also don't think that'll yeah. ever happen. Like, you don't think I just think from a brand standpoint, I don't think that Sony and Microsoft would ever shake hands enough to. Do you to, think it's because I, they, I neither of them that. truly benefits from it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they would mutually benefit. Yeah. There's no no one gains any more than the other. I think it would just be a matter of if enough developers were pushing for it, probably, that Mm -hmm. this was something they wanted to do. Like, right now it is Psionics for Rocket League and Gwent. Like, it's two relatively smaller games. Yeah. It's not Battlefield, and it's not Call of Duty asking to do that. Yeah, I don't really see that happening. Yeah. (laughs) I think no it's like Rocket League and Gwent. No, I mean, if you're I looking at if you're Rocket looking League. at two consoles that have a very distinct uh, gap in player base, especially when an online game comes out, um, then it's a benefit to the people playing on the you know the less in, on the less one. But yeah. like, if I'm playing a game on PS4 and there's I'm connecting with thousands of people every every time and it's no problem, then I don't really care about anybody else, which is yeah. sort of like the you know first world world pride but uh to have somebody who's like on an xbox and they're like i can't connect to games can i play with ps4 people we're like yeah i guess you can come over here and enjoy some of our resources well a lot of xbox games are also now though pc the pc microsoft connection yeah they're yeah. trying to develop that a lot so I think yeah they're they're teaming they up against vote, us yeah. well i mean i think you see those verticals on both platforms right like there yeah. are playstation games that you can go head to head on pc yep. yeah with pc players and vice versa but it's like brian said like i would never want to play like i would love to play overwatch cross-platform with an xbox player but i would never want to play overwatch against a pc player because no they're way rocked yeah. like yeah. those guys the way that they play their games it's completely different oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so beta signups for the next PS4 update. It's a busy news week. Lots of big news. Big big sorts of news. They're going to change the operating system, and they're going to sign up to see it early. What do we want to see that uh, that funny blue box do that's not already done? Oh, I was unprepared for this question because... Yeah. Does it have folders yet? That's a stupid question. No, no. no. So, yeah, yeah thank you for bringing bad. that up. The first thing I would want more than everything, anything is completely aesthetic. I want yeah. that. I want to be able to organize my 100%. homepage. Yeah. My nav bar yeah. is a mess, and it's based on... When I've used things last, yeah. yes, recently, yes. which is I just I don't like. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that when I go to the media section and I pop down, there's like ten squares there of things I will never watch, like exactly. like um, Crackle and like Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll, hey, like. Man. I, he will never watch Crunchy. I will never Roll. watch Crunchy. You Roll. And I like, watch Crunchy Roll Cafe. all the time. This okay. animals run a restaurant together. It's great. great. <laughs> they can do that on a different console. <laughs> Get off of mine. <laughs> Like I have, a, I'm a, I have HBO Go. I pay for it, and then yeah. underneath I have uh, like HBO Now. The box is sitting right next to it. And I'm yeah. like, you don't need to be here. Get out. To pay for ten other services. Yeah, that will yeah. Fit in front of. I mean, F- it is a marketing. Yeah, folders yeah. would be great. I would like to just throw a bunch of first-person shooters in a folder and put a cool logo on the front. Like oh, yeah. it's weird that like Vita lets you do that, 3DS lets you do that, yeah. Yeah. Wii U lets you do that. Yeah. Um, all those things you can actually create a folder with a title on it, and then even on 3DS they have these like sticker badges that you can get that yeah. you can put one on top. So for Game Boy games, I have an icon of a Game Boy. And I'm like, when I want to play a Game Boy game, I open that up and there's 20 Game Boy games in there. But I want that on PS4 because otherwise right now it's like, I want to play Battlefront. Where is it? Oh, it got kicked off the timeline. Yeah, if you haven't played it in two weeks, you have to go into your library. In your library. And And then you start scrolling through all these games or you go to like the most recently uh, downloaded ones. Um, I have a folder for games in which you can have sex with an elf. So just with The Witcher? No, and Dragon Age. and Dragon Age, I guess. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe a Mass Effect. Sex elf folder? Yeah. I'd like to see the uh, the option to have like hotkeys, you know, like in the same way like the five apps that you use the most. If you you can map them to the D pad and yes. just like okay, I need to go to the PlayStation Store or oh, I need to go cool. to I need to go like I want to boot up Hulu or you know something. Oh, like I that. love that. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to just show up like triple tap X for Netflix or something. something like that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah, I forget if this is. I honestly, like, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, thanks guys. Totally lose track of what's actually on here, but 
uh, when you go to your library, is there like a tab that just is on this console, like downloaded, or do you have to kind of so scroll through? So there's icons on each game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That if okay, so if hide, hide all those PS Plus games that I downloaded to hoard and then never actually play. You know. Yeah. yeah that's like, true. that's what I want to just be like. What's actually here? What do yeah. I not have to? Sit I think around? what you're asking so, for specifically is the ability to delete. Uh, games from your library, which I don't, I don't truly I don't, think you I can do. Want I mean, to you do can, that. you I'm can. Okay. Well, I do because I don't want to. If I'm never going to play it again, I'm never going to download it again. I don't really need to see it, you know. Like, but it makes you feel like you have more games. Yeah, but that's more garbage to scroll through. I mean, I would like to take that. I would like to take the PT icon off of mine because I, when I switch my hard drive, I can't download PT anymore, and I see it on there, and I get excited, and then I get very sad yeah. that I can't play because I can't download. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zach. Sorry, no, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm it's okay. You'll get uh, I deleted PT. Yeah. So. I deleted PT because I was like, I'll be able to download this again. Nope. Ooh, yeah. Never yeah. again. I think a lot of people did that because that's sort of the digital future we've. Accepted. Do you, do you, yeah. Do you upgrade your hard drive? You have a bigger hard drive? In your no, PS4? no, I don't. You have the five, and I should because it's just. I I'm, should upgrade mine. Yeah, I never have because I have PT, and I'm not uh, going to. There you it. go. Yeah. yeah. So I was warned against that, but yeah, yeah, you guys should do that. It rules. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally down for that. I, I downloaded the... so many games, and like every so often, I'll just go into my my storage specs and look, and it's like, oh, I you just get so a, much space. You just get an external one. No. You actually did the whole. Yeah, it's okay, super easy okay. to swap it out. Yeah, yeah I want to do that. When I'm in there, I want to start uh, air dusting that some of that old gunk from four years ago too, because it might P- PS4 sound like a damn jet engine. Yeah. By the end of Uncharted Four, I was like, is there a plane in this game? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's quite okay, a few so we, actually. We started to touch on this last week. We made this cool. Uh, I don't. Who was it? We were talking about that that NES Mini Classic. Yeah. Where Nintendo so, basically announced that they're like they're putting out a little a little baby Nintendo. Yep. That comes preloaded with. 30 NES games on it. 30 classic games bucks. first and uh, third party. Uh, just a good gamut of like some of their best stuff. Um, some of the best third party stuff. There was mm-hmm. Castlevania. There was um, Double Dragon 2's on there. Just a, yeah, a bunch of Capcom, a bunch of Konami stuff. Ninja Gaiden's on there. Um, it's fifty nine ninety nine. It comes out mid-November. It's uh, incredibly small and adorable. I actually held one at, at San Diego Comic-Con. And uh, it immediately made us go, why doesn't Sony do this? And it was interesting because between when we thought of that, uh, Sega announced they're doing two versions of theirs. And they're doing one for the Master System and one for the Genesis. And I think they're around the same price, but they have like 80 games. Yeah, it's but 80 games. I, I mean, it's just sort Mortal of... Kombat. It's they got, have they, they have all blood. three Mortal Kombat's, which Mortal is Mortal Kombat's with blood. They also threw in a bunch of garbage. Uh, well, the Super Nintendo Mortal Kombat had blood, but you had to put a code in for it. Otherwise, it was just green goop. Like they were just real gash. sweaty boys hitting each other in the sweat. Flies yeah, getting off. that old slime out, doing that cardio. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of cool. I think there's like a new market, and it's weird that um, companies have tested this for a little while. Like a lot of bootleg companies have done it, third party companies have done it. Uh, Sega tried it for a while, so did yeah. Namco with these sort of plug and play systems. Yeah, Sega had the one that was like was being cool a bunch yeah. of like Urban Outfitters was the one I remember yep. being yeah. in for yeah. a couple years where. It was front and center. My brother had one for EA Sports. (laughs) Like, there was an EA Sports one that was just, like, NHL 94 and Madden 95 and, like, Mm -hmm. five random old EA Sports games. Yeah. Uh, So I'm I'm hoping there's a a renaissance of these things. I I think it's awesome. Like, I think that having a sort of digital future to download stuff to a new box is great. And backwards compatibility is all well and good. But to have, like... This is basically the greatest hits of a system. Yeah. yeah. Not having to dust off the old system. Yeah. So long story short, I went in the Podcast Beyond Facebook group, which you should do because it's a good place to go. It's facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond. And I asked you which 30 PS1 games you want on a hypothetical PS1 <laughs> mini. So we went through the list. 
Uh, on NBC, we did a little thing where we read each name of the game, and you guys gave me a thumbs up or a thumbs down based on whether or not you think it should be there. Uh, give me like a quick sentence on if yeah. you like it or not. So let's go through these real quick. This is completely crowdsourced by the Podcast Beyond Facebook group. And here we go. Number one, Anthony Abate, Metal Gear Solid. Ding, 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 ding. Thumbs up. Yes, oh, why should it be there? Yeah. Because it's fantastic and yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's still probably in my top five favorite games of all time. And I don't. I think the original is actually super hard to come by now. Yeah. If yeah. memory serves me correctly, you can't get it for Vita anymore, correct? Really? I think so. I don't think so. I think they pulled it. Ah, and you can't can play it on PS4. If, you, if I got that wrong, please don't tweet at me. Yeah. Uh, number two, Wesley Fernandez says Ape Escape. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those apes escaped. Yeah, I got to put them back. Get them back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. They're still like out there. We've got to get them back in there. Uh, number three, William Robinson says, Spyro the Dragon 2, Riptide's Revenge, no, or Riptide's no, Rage. His name is Ripto, okay. not Riptide, and I will not say So it gets even that. more confusing. Yeah. In the UK, Spyro 2 is apparently called Gateway, Gateway to, to Glimmer. Glimmer. Yeah. I didn't know that. It sounds well, like a, there were different. You would go through gateways. Either uh, way, what do, we think of, what do we think of William's decision here? I Schmidt. love Spyro the Dragon 2. Yeah? I love it. Yeah. So we get a hard thumbs up for, from Donnie Jornbush over there. Yep. Wait, 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 what about you guys? Spyro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Mm. Okay. I, I think it's good because I think fine. I think in terms of like um, cheap. in terms of spreading out the amount of genres you need, like it's good to have a sort of action platformer on there. Okay. Only um, if they allow Skylanders integration, I feel like, for that one. Really? Yeah, you want to sky you know, retroactively No. <laughs> what the hell? Um, number four, Dan Shryrock or Shrirock says Gran Turismo. Uh, this is a weird one. So this is Gran Turismo is a weird one because it has this huge following, obviously, but it was always way too simmy for me. Yeah. Like I remember getting the original Gran Turismo and like trying to get into it so hard because I knew it was a great game, yeah. but it was just the customization. It's just so deep. What was and that? It's so what was it on one test drive? Was that like the, the PlayStation? Where they had like. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe Test Drive was was yeah. the like the more fun racing game. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've never been a racing guy myself. So. I'm okay Mario on this Kart's one. Um, Mario Kart. Well, yeah. <laughs> debatable. I'm 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 okay on, on this one for like this sort of historical posterity of yeah. it. Like yeah. just to be like this is where the franchise started. Yeah. But to me, those games were always graphical showcases. Sure. And to go back to the original one, which I I haven't looked at in a while, but I can't imagine holds up incredibly well. Probably it's kind of different than like. Yeah, it's different than going back to, like, Mario 3. Yeah. I think Mario yeah. 3 still stands on its own, even though we've yeah. had better-looking Mario games. Um, yeah, this so, is one of those things that you always want to have the first one because you're like, oh, this is their first yep. first thing. But with games so often, second ones are often better. Yeah. Like, I would put Gran Turismo 2 on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's probably worth it, like, a few laps in that game just to be like, man, yeah. this is what this mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah. Um, number five, Hand D. Cannon. I love that name. It says right. Symphony of the Night. Hard yes. thumbs up on this yeah. one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I would put it on there just because I love that game, but also you can get Symphony of the Night everywhere right now. Yeah. Still, sure. So you missed the point of this exercise, Zach. We're, we're talking about a hypothetical product. If they were to actually do this and re- make like a pocket station, I think we'd be much, much more likely to see something. Like Symphony Night on there because sure. it is like it's it's a greatest hits collection, right? Yeah. Like, but it also could, it doesn't it doesn't require a huge amount of of, of power. Yeah, like yeah. Gran Turismo two that came on two discs, I think, and it's like anything that starts getting like it, once you start getting into like the Final Fantasies and like I mean Metal Gear Solid, I love it, but it's also full of cutscenes, and I feel like that's one of those things that would just be like. Eh. Symphony of the Night is also much easier to emulate from a tech perspective, yeah, and yeah, we've totally. seen we've seen that happen. I think it's um, on two discs. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Symphony of the Night. Also, I think it goes some. I mean, anywhere between like eight and fifteen dollars on on. Uh, yeah. Depending on, on what platform. You're on what yeah. platform, and I don't think you can play it on PS4. You can't. It's on Xbox One for sure. That bones right. me out because I have it on Xbox One. Yeah. Um, number six, Casey Long says Tomba. Marty yeah. Marty Sleva would say yes. Yeah. Right, so I've actually never played it. So. Uh, I guess the pigs does it get some? Yeah. It is. 
Yes? Thumbs yeah, up to Biggs? Sure. Yeah. Go There's a thumbs up from Marty. Uh, number six, Derek Flores says, Sweet It In Two. Yeah, big time. That's yeah. the one Jared kept yeah. talking about. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Sweet It In yeah. Two is awesome. I need to play yeah. that. Yeah. Number eight, Christopher Gresley says, Final Fantasy Tactics. Heck yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think, Zach? I was never truly in love with those I games. Think, so, like, I love Final Fantasy Tactics. I think War of the Lions is the definitive version of right. that game, and that came out yeah. on Vita and, no, and mobile. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, I mean, if you're going to play that game, I, play I feel like War, War of the Lions, Lions is yeah. probably a better option. That's yeah, fair. I understand it's one of the most uh, widely regarded and well well accepted to be loved Final Fantasy games. Yeah, we did, uh, especially we, spinoffs. We did that. Uh, we ranked the Final Fantasies uh, a few months back and people were really upset that we didn't include tactics even though it's mm-hmm. it's not, yeah. it's not a, a so, yeah, traditional so thumbs up. Final Fantasy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I mean, sure. Uh, number nine, Jake DeAgrila says Medieval. Never played it. Yeah, whatever. You're fine. I, I think I think that if you're going to go in through like the catalog of, of PlayStation stuff, that's definitely one of those like that the skeleton man. What's his face? What's I forget his, his name. His damn name. Yeah. He's like one of those like he was Oh, one of those like old icons, you know. Like he yeah. was definitely in that. Like he was PS One greatest hits. Well, there era. was this there was this period at the beginning of the PlayStation One where they were trying out all these different characters yeah. to kind of be a mascot, and he was definitely in that pantheon. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. We don't uh, remember his name though. No. So. <laughs> Number ten, uh, James Wick says, "Parappa the Rapper." Oh yeah, uh, two oh, thumbs yeah. way up. It's got to yeah. be in there. Yeah. Sure. That's just one of those, and I think like one of the things we're kind of skipping on here is that that is when you think PlayStation, that's one of the things that yeah. pops in your head. It is just um, iconic and memorable, yep. and just intrinsically connected to the. The legacy of that platform, so for sure. Number eleven, Dan Cole says Jet Moto. Hell yeah, yeah. That's all, that's also up there. That's yeah. one of those. I just remember like old commercials, like Jet Moto. Like you know, it was it was really cool to like to see those kind of like extreme sport racing games back then. Well, all the time. Just, like I just love I love anything where they're like we're making a racing game. They're like what are you what are you racing on? You're like Jet motorcycle yeah you're like all right that's not real but why not sure (laughs) use your imagination it's fun number 12 billy danger deadman says tomb raider no brainer yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. the original if you're talking about playstation you're talking about tomb raider yeah Yeah. that's i think anyone who's played the last two tomb raiders is in for a big cold glass of water to the face with that one it's gonna be hard to go back to (laughs) that yeah i would would put tomb raider one and two on there yeah Yeah. maybe even three i don't know they were just like Uh, definitely one and two Uh, exactly It's actually um, time out real quick before we go before we move on to the next yeah. one. Uh, did you guys see the story about uh, the original Laura Croft skin available in the PlayStation Four? Yes, we talked about it last week. It's yeah. so good. Oh, I'm so no, I'm, I'm so happy that's in there. I'm playing the whole damn game like that. It's gonna be real. Yeah. it's gonna be very real unsexy. Talk about ludo narrative dissonance. Um, number thirteen, Ross Alexander says Final Fantasy VI. Now yeah. here's where it gets crazy. There's a ton of Final Fantasies on the on those consoles. But yeah, yeah. So but so six was. Uh, Six was re-released on PlayStation with Chrono Trigger, yeah. I believe, Which is in Final Fantasy Collection. Spoilers: yeah. This is the that's the last one yeah. on the list. So yeah, this if guy's gonna, talking about it here. If you're going to throw with the, with the added cutscenes, yeah. the Toriyama ones, which are just badass. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, I'd throw that game on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which also that was a huge issue with that being backwards compatible on PS2. I remember, right. like that was hard to run for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, if they figured out how to take that whole disc and drop it on a little box. In the same yep. way that that War of the Lions is the definitive version of Tactics, I feel like that is the def- well. SNES purists will probably sure. argue with me, but yeah. Uh, number 14, Mike Cheng says, Tenchu Stealth Assassin, and he says it in all caps, so he's very happy about that Tenchu Stealth Assassin. Mm, that is not a good game. Yeah, really? I, I mean, I think at the time it was like pretty amazing, but yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. That, was a, that was a very pubescent era for games, I think. Yeah. I mean, not that they're fully grown up yet, but yeah. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah. Um, number 15, Bruce White says Xenogears. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, I love that one. Number 16, Brett Santillan says Santillan says Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Two. I'd go with, yeah, two. Two? Yeah. two? Mm-hmm. You know, I'd they go say roses are red, violets are blue, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yep. <laughs> they do say that yep. all the time. 
on their way out the of Tumblr's a relationship. Jose Antonio Sedano Castro says, Damn. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. into that one, Zach, right? Super into that. I think it's the best Zelda game that you guys probably haven't played. It's, really? Oh, dude, it's so good. Yeah, I love Soul Reaver, and uh, not a lot of love for it these days. I feel like it's probably dropped out of the uh, cultural zeitgeist at this point. Yeah, because so it's, cool like, see it come it's back. kind of mired in that like image comics aesthetic mm-hmm. of the late 90s. You know? it's yeah. Very... It's also part of a franchise that hasn't really yeah. kept... Yep. Yeah, kept yeah. doing it. Remember, there was going to be a new one, and then it got the axe. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah. Number eighteen, Ian Dobbins says Resident Evil Two. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yep. for sure. I, I think like, the you original Resident Evil like has a place, <laughs> you know. Roses are red, violets are blue. Resident no. Evil Two. You can't. It doesn't have the same. I took Max's joke and I said it again. Stop that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say Resident Evil One and Two. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. gladly kick, kick off one of the ones we talked about earlier for for both of those things. Um, Two is awesome. It'll be yeah. it'd be exciting to play Resident Evil Two on PlayStation before they do the, the remaster. I know. Uh, like I can't wait for one. that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. So I good. really hope the they do that right. I hope yeah. they go like just full. Like I hope they do for that what they did for a remake on the GameCube. Yeah, totally. Um, number nineteen. You knew this one was coming. Jono Knight says Final Fantasy Seven. No you brainer. You know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blevin. <laughs> I sure do love Resident All Evil 7. All cats go to hell, dogs go to heaven. Final uh, Fantasy 7. We don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Luis F. Rodriguez Otero. I'm going to do that for all the Hispanic sounding names because I love rolling my R's. Uh, Mega Man X. No. Yeah. What? No. Why? That's a Super Nintendo oh, game. Yeah, that is a Super yeah. Nintendo game. So what? Yeah. It made it there. Uh, wasn't it like X4? Three? Yeah, it was some nonsense. Yeah, so no, I think we need a Mega Man game on there. What about Legends? Yeah, Mega Man Legends. Over All right, X. we'll, we'll or, do. We'll, or, uh, was it we'll eight? do a swap. Was eight good? I don't know. What about uh, the Misadventures of Trombone? Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> what about Doctor Wily makes a sandwich with <laughs> his dad? <laughs> Doctor Wily makes a sandwich with his dad. <laughs> okay. Keep going to the hospital. Make the sandwich, with my dad. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Hope he's okay. But this is a damn good sandwich. Uh, <laughs> please Photoshop that box art. Oh my um, God. Twenty-one. Jade Goff says Need for Speed Three. Yeah. I mean, I think sure. I throw a car. For you, Jade. Anything. Yeah. Jade. Anything for you, Jade. Um. Would you say it's fine to throw a car? Uh, number twenty-two. <laughs> Go- Goji Gonzalez says loaded. Uh, That's a Max Google ass game right there. I don't remember that game. Really? What's loaded about? Getting drunk. Really? (laughs) Sounds cool. All right. So, (laughs) yeah. Thumbs up. Number 23, Benjamin McConnell says Crash Team Racing. Which, like, hold on. Can we put something to rest real quick? People for years have been saying that this is the best kart racing game of all time. No, that's not true. No, but it's one of the best non, like, Mario Kart games. Yes, and that's a good way of putting it. As far as a Mario Kart knockoff goes, Crash Team Racing is top. It's up there. It's really good. I absolutely drunkenly purchased that on my PS3. Oh, really? In the middle of a party. Like, we were like, somebody was like, can we play Mario Kart? And I was like, no, I don't know where it is. But we can get, we could buy this, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's fine." Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, how'd, that, how'd, that, how'd that go over? Were people into it? Yeah, people are fun. Some of the courses yeah. in that game are awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it's, it's a really great one. I'm disappointed there's no other crash so far on this list. Uh, 24. Tony Kolbeck says Alundra. Yeah, yeah you're right. Idea. There's no other crashes yeah, on this cra- list. How do we screw crash that two up? Especially needs yeah. to be on the, like Spyro course, two. Right? I think yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, maybe we, we yeah we'll swap out one of the other ones. Uh, what do you guys think of Alundra? Uh, sh- yeah, I like Alundra. Okay. Yeah. 
Number 25, Yardonan says, Muppets Monster Adventure, what? my first PS1 game. What? Which I really love, because one it's one guy on this entire list was like, this is not a good game, yep. but it was my first one, so just for me, so yeah, please put that is. on there. Yeah. Yeah. Right, what about, yeah. what about uh, the official game of Casper the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had that game, but well, I, I like that, that was real. I like the yeah. idea of, like, oh, you wow. play as Devin Sawa. It's crazy. You play as a okay. ghost. I just oh. like the idea of, like, you go into a store, you're you're in you're in Walmart, it's 11 o'clock on Christmas Eve, and you're like, I need to get a present, you get a, the, the the new PS1 Mini. You bring it home. You give it to your kid. He opens it up and Muppets. flips it over. There's all these classic games, and it says Muppets Muppet Monster, Monster Adventure. Adventure. Adventure Yair Donan's first PS1 <laughs> game. And you're like, who's that man? <laughs> and you play it anyway, because why not? Yeah. Uh, number 26. We're getting to the end. Braden Corizma says Dino Crisis. Yeah, that's such a weird game. game I know. Is... I tried playing it again. Oh, it is so. I tried playing it again on Vita. Yeah, yep. no, I have yep. it on Vita. Yep, I did the same too. thing. Because oh, wow. I was like, I love dinosaurs and I love Crisis and Capcom's cool as hell. You so you were having Our a midlife dino crisis. I was having a midlife dino crisis. Speaking of weird games. Speaking of weird games, Ricardo Romero says Parasite Eve, number yeah. 27. Yeah. Parasite Eve is underrated, I feel like. Yeah. The, second one, or the second one's not great, but the first one is so yep. awesome. Isn't the soundtrack by... Um Gino Yamashiragumi, the same people who did the Akira soundtrack? I have no it's idea. Possible. I think somebody looked that up for me. Let us know in the comments. Sound uh, off. Number 28, Jordan Billings says Siphon Filter. Or as Ryan Clements would say, Cypher Filton. That is is that what he said? That's, that's an old Beyond joke. That's he, right. He I forgot yeah, about that. He played the character Cypher Filton. Cypher yep. Filton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sure, I guess. So, yes, it has to be for that. Uh, 29, Matthew Fieldhouse says Wipeout. Weird one. The original. Oh, really? Oh, the original's awesome. I mean, it was their sort of like... So you're saying yes? Yeah, but it was weird because I feel like in the same way we kind of crapped on Gran Turismo for not being the best of the bunch and not aging well visually, I think that um, the original Wipeout isn't that great. It's also not that fast. Like, it's a game based on speed, but you you watch it now. The the newest Wipeout on PlayStation 1. I forget which that would be. Yeah. And then you make sure it has the best soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that being said, for posterity, for like a list of PS1 games, I think Wipeout's a perfectly safe choice. Sure. And finally, number 30, Mike Cassidy says, Chrono Trigger. Yes, Chrono Trigger was an SNES game, but the PlayStation version had animated cutscenes and a slew of extra features available after beating the game. Yes. I think, yeah, we think we were yeah, giving the thumbs no up. No one in this room is going to turn down Chrono Trigger. That's no. a great-ass uh, game. Did yeah. we miss anything? Thornbush said Crash Cra- 2. I think Crash 2 has to be on there. Yeah. Max? I think we yeah. need some puzzles in there. Some puzzle oh, games. You're actually right. There's yeah. like Puzzle Fighter 2. Hell yeah. 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 No, I mean, if we're actually like breaking this down, like if this were a product that were being made, I think that yeah. like there would be a lot more, it would be a handful more like just more throwaway kind of casual games, you know, sure. like silly little things. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what. Like maybe 3 Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> or that, what was that? Yep. Run away from those green cubes game. What was that yep. one? I have no idea. Spider. Spider. Where he plays a spider that runs around and has guns for arms for no reason. Where was uh, Jumpin' Jack over here? He didn't make the list, that man. What about you? Did you miss anything? Um, I, like, I'm, I'm kind of torn on getting the original Resident Evil on there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just a cool game just to have forever. Uh, I'm I'm, a, well, I'm one of those weird people that can actually put up with the tank controls yeah. on it. I like I I sound like an idiot, but I think that they kind of like sort of effectively help build the fear and tension in that game because you're not only fighting dogs, you're fighting yourself <laughs> with, yeah. with the controls. But yeah, I think all in all is a good list. This is a product I'd love to see made. Be so um, cool. Yeah, especially like sixty bucks, you get a little PS One. Oh, that'd be great. It never gets yeah. a discreet error. Yeah, I'm into yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, if they just if they threw like some sort of Android device in there and figured out how to make it run stuff, and then, yeah, you know, that'd be great. I'd like that a lot. So yeah, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also got a few questions from the group. 
Yeah. Should we go uh, through those real quick? Max, yeah. did you want to talk about some of the big games out this week that we'll, we'll, we'll get some impressions on soon, probably next oh, week? Oh, um, yeah. There's, we're in the middle of uh, PSN Play or whatever when they, where yep. they put out a, a game every week. Uh, this week, Headlander came out, came out. We mentioned this, I think, maybe last week, but it's Double Fine and Adult Swim kind of teamed up, and it's this sort of like goofy 70s sci-fi thing where you're a disembodied head, and yep. you basically have to take over different bodies and walk around. A lot um, of Metroidvania elements. Yeah, I'm going to start yeah. that one tonight. Uh, it so. seems to be getting a pretty good reception. Yeah, um, yeah. we'll talk about that next week. It's a weird yeah. thing to say about a game but i love the logo like yeah. the logo yeah. the logo oh, yeah. itself oh, you guys, I was like, oh, I'm yeah. In. Like, yeah. Yeah. have you guys seen the the ps4 theme for it no oh, no oh my god people were tweeting out this morning it's it's like one of the most gorgeous themes it's like five it looks like like 70s funk art power rangers it's, it's like awesome. five it's silhouettes in a row of spacemen teenagers like with different neon helmets okay. oh, wow. it's really gorgeous sold um, and then, of course, there's. I think next week we've got Abzu, that um, scuba yeah. game. Yep. Yeah, Marty just started that, so yeah. we'll have impressions on that too. That. Um, um, I, I just, I just got a drift. I'll talk about that next week. Oh, too. nice. Okay. Um, I downloaded Hyperlight Drifter, which is um, that was that's been on PC for a second. It's yeah. sort of this uh, pixel art kind of retro. It feels. It's actually the same. Um, uh, same guy did music for Fez, so it feels very Fezzy. Yeah. Fezzy. Fezzy. Um, yeah. Fezzy. Uh, Fezzy. But it's also yeah, festive. Um, but it's offensive. Uh, I was playing a bit of it. It feels kind of like um, <laughs> kind of Zelda meets Secret of Mana. So that's the biggest yeah. comparison that it's got. Yeah. It's like it's very Zelda esque, right? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, personally, that to me, that's hands down. Like that style of gameplay m- matched with the art style of that game. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. 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 Combat I didn't know that it was coming to PlayStation Four, and I'm going to yeah. run home and it's buy supposed it. Supposed to yeah. come to Vita. I, I was, 20 bucks. As as 20 I was bucks. waiting for, for PlayStation. So um, super oh, it's coming yeah. to Vita. I hope it's crossplay. It might if it's coming to Vita. That might be on back burner, but they were talking about it ages ago, so I don't know. Um, and that's a. Uh, I've been playing a little bit. I, I like it. I think it's it's really gorgeous. I mean, I was playing it in the office, so I really. I, I think it's kind of the sort of game you need to really just be alone for, because mm. um, it's it's just really kind of isolating and haunting and, yeah. and weird. But um, combat wise, it's pretty hectic. Like mm. basically, you, the whole thing is that you sort of do this like this blink teleport thing, um, sort of in the same way you do like a dodge in Dark Souls. Uh, and your melee recharges your your blaster, whatever your, your oh, cool. thing, and you can you can level these things up. But um, it'll uh, it'll kick your ass. Like it definitely so it's it tough. Def- it pushes back. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's curious. I might need to grind a little bit and like you know upgrade some stuff. Um, but you have to go around explore and get like little gems. And it's what I really like about it is it's in, it's pretty much nonverbal. Like there's no like you you go up and talk to somebody and they just they'll show you images. And oh, it's cool. all iconography as opposed yeah. to like. You must find Kamalto, the Bird King. Tell him the secrets of his feathered friends. If I have to find Kamalto, the Bird King, one more time, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then there's Among the Sleep, which I never got to check yeah. out. That's a game where you play as a yeah. baby. Yeah. And it's a horror game where you're a baby and there's monsters around. Uh, I just feel like if, as a baby, everything would be horrifying. Yeah, but what <laughs> if it's actually a monster, but you're playing it and you like, you know, you're crawling around on the floor? I don't know. It's, it messes with the perspective. I remember seeing like a preview of this ages ago when they were first like bringing it to, to PC, and I was yeah. just like, "This looks like a like a literal nightmare." So yeah, if you're kind of a little bored in that weird calm before the storm of all the AAA madness, it's going to start hitting in September, October, and November, and December. Uh, there's some cool stuff on PS4 right now, yeah. so go dig that it's out. A nice Actually, yeah, they, they also had a cool Comic Con sale over the weekend. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, there's good I stuff. Up, I picked up uh, Infamous Second Son and Deadpool because I haven't ever played either of those games. So nice. yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. Deadpool's a ton of fun. Yeah. It's like it's totally like a good like. It's absolutely the kind of game you would rent as a, in, a, in a younger pre digital yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like it's very. It's not great, but it's totally enjoyable. Yeah. We, uh, we had Nolan North on up at noon a few years ago, and he kind of told us off to the side about how 
he, he told us about the recording process for that right. game and how they would go in with a script and then just basically completely ad lib. And he was like, I said some of the most offensive stuff I've ever said in my entire life on that show. And I don't know where it is. I don't know if it'll ever get released. I feel like there's a market for it now. Like not even a market, just put it out for free, but uh, it's probably very incriminating. I heard Um, they cut about five hours out of the campaign there. Yeah. Like that was, it's not, I think it's like, I think it's probably around eight hours or something. Hopefully those games are still on sale. I just realized that Comic-Con has come and gone. Yeah. No, but it's a, it's a good PSA. Honestly, if you turn on your PSA, PS4 and, and your Vita, and you they don't do these flash sales. Yeah, yeah. and you don't check yep. the store regularly. Great, like, yeah. go in there and dig around. I've been buying games all summer that were just like, oh, that's two dollars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah no brainer. Infamous yeah. was ten bucks, and I played the first few hours of it last night, and it's awesome. Like, yeah. super fun. So. Uh, now it's time for Rapid Fire. That's right. Rapid Fire is this thing we do every week where Brian goes into the Facebook group. That's Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/podcast/beyond. Hell yeah! And he says. Hey, everybody, I'm about to do rapid fire, and then we pull a handful of your questions, and then we answer them yeah. very quickly. What do we get this week, Max? Uh, the first one is from AMC Sucks. Now, this is the, an interesting username. The because, theater chain? Yeah, the theater uh, the yeah. channel. Yeah. And then the, uh, this person's comment was, why was there a lukewarm reaction to Days Gone? I think the obvious part is that they are zombies, freakers, whatever, but the game looks awesome. That it, should be the most important thing. It looks nearly doesn't look nearly as good as The Walking Dead, which is on AMC. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I'm... I'm I, yeah. I, I mean, so uh, actually, the real quick, these questions were uh, called from our YouTube page. Alana, okay. Alana okay. grabbed those. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. Well, I was like, how can you be on Facebook with the name AMC, AMC sucks and just be walking around? Oh, it's my aunt. Here's a picture of me and my uncle. I don't know. People got <laughs> going to visit my on. dad in the hospital, um, make sandwiches. <laughs> okay, doctor. What are you talking about? What, what did um, I miss? I think I don't even know. To me personally, like I've reached my absolute saturation point with zombies yeah like yeah. i don't want to see any more friggin zombies in yeah. any games like get take those zombies I mean, and get them out of there the like, game I, looks the, saying the game looks awesome is sort of uh in an e3 demo we saw it looked awesome um but it's still a game where you're fighting just hundreds and hundreds of zombies and it's all kind of gritty and there's motorcycles and it's like yeah i don't know I, I don't think you can say the game looks awesome when it's most kind of fundamental core concept is something that a lot of people are tired of yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was honestly like a little bit disappointing to me because it's from Sony Bend, and like that was they've been working on something in secret for a long time, yeah. and when they finally revealed it, it it just fell flat. It felt a little derivative to me. Uh, uh, like knowing the pedigree and to an extent of what they showed, I'm still interested enough in the project. I just yeah. think it's. I thought what they showed specifically, it's it's different from showing certain things of the Last of Us. They showed sure. the exactly. like yeah. that yeah. Last of Us demo that they showed back a few years ago was a very specific cut of the game that really worked as a five minute showcase. Mm-hmm. Whereas this didn't feel the same. Well, I think the Last of Us cut also felt way more personal. Like yeah. there was a yeah. sort of gravity and weight to the yeah. character interactions. There was that sort of like. I don't know, this very gnashing, visceral human element of, like, I have to protect this girl. I have to yeah. save this person. This guy got hit in the head with a brick and a, sh- and a, and a shotgun. Um, that said, I feel like I'm – and I talked about this on the show before. Uh, I feel like I'm way more optimistic about this game than, I, than most I, so are. I think the environments look gorgeous. The yeah. setting's really cool. Um, Sam Witwer, in general, like, puts yeah. his name on some pretty oh, cool yeah. projects. Yeah. I'm interest, interested to see what they do with the dynamic of – hundreds of zombies pouring out like a faucet yeah. like i've played i played video games where you're fighting a bunch of zombies or a handful of zombies but in terms of that sort of like world war Days z thing yeah, yeah. where there's just just tons of them like i don't know how that's going to play if that works its way into like puzzles or really cool set pieces and that's what separate that's the hook that separates itself from every yeah. other zombie game then i'm in if all of this pans out to just be another zombie game then yeah, yeah, yeah. So we think, also we also saw the most like manicured 
just yep. polished yeah. little corner of it. Yeah. So the second somebody goes and actually plays it and comes back and says, there's some really interesting stuff here, I'll yeah. go, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. You well, know? I, I think I've, this reaction is like the exact reason why uh, AMC sucks and PhD hit the nail on the head by describing it as lukewarm, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. All of us are like, eh, it looks fine. But none of us are saying, like, I absolutely won't play this yeah. game. Well, so, I thought yeah. that the demo focused a lot on shooting, which yeah. is, to me, the least interesting aspect of this because yeah. it's futile. Like, there's no amount of shoot, shooting that you can do that will completely destroy all of those things. So why bother? The so most when interesting aspect, sick wheelies on your motorcycle. Yeah, sick yeah. wheelies. Yeah. Cool yeah. hops, jumps, I do, I do a six lot of, skids. I do a lot of gun stuff in games. I don't do quite enough motorcycle stuff, so I'd yep. be excited yeah. to see what I can do with those little motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, drive off a whole ramp of those yeah. turd dudes. All right, here's a, a real stupid no question. Freakers. Uh, game Pudding asks, which video game character would you go gay for? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to say Big Boss. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's that whole There's that whole recording where he and uh, Ocelot have like a shower fight where they start wrestling around. That's in the game. Yeah. It's in, it's in Phantom Pain. Also, you know he's clean. Yeah. I, you know, I was going to say Joel from The Last of Us, but then I'm like, that, go- that mm. dude's disgusting. Yeah, he's, yeah. Pretty, he's, pretty he's grody as hell. I mean, he probably washes his, his nards in a river. If I didn't know all the killing he did, Nathan Drake, I could see. Feasible. Yeah, he's yeah. handsome, right? That's yeah. a good answer. He's got yeah. the half tuck. He's yeah. well dressed. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go Naked Snake because he doesn't have the weird robot arm and he's already in the nude. So. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be pretty funny. You just, you, I don't know. Have a those, scary claw those hands. Those no. Crash mm. Bandicoot. Mm. I was going to say, I was actually going to say Crash Bandicoot because I'm, yeah. I'm married and I feel like it'd be easier to come back to the kitchen table and be That's like, That's a fair answer. Honey. If you yeah. did sex on an animal? If I did <laughs> sex on a cartoon animal rather than an adult man, my wife would be like, you know, he does an adorable dance. Like every, he'd entertain you every yeah. night. Have you never seen the? He does like a weird. I dance. think you, maybe I you should just stop. Right now. He wears it's some jean shorts. Game. He's got a tribal tattoo. Long. He never wears a shirt. I mean, so also there's less mystery there. No, you know, like I've seen you know what eighty percent of him looks like, yeah. aside from the the the, the crash, pandicus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say that word on this show again. That's a terrible. This game putting. This is a bad question for us. <laughs> We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have another question? Yeah, the other question was all the 30 games that we're going to talk about. Mm. Oh, yeah, we did um, it. Anything else you guys wanted to mention? Just talk about? Or just, Any other Comic-Con how, stories? How are you doing? Because, like, this was my first Comic-Con with you guys, and it, oh, was, yeah. it was honestly impressive as all hell to see how much effort everyone put in. It was insane, guys, right? right? You were you were in the Hard Rock in the Edge Theater the entire yeah, time. Yeah. Sitting next to the door that would open every 15 minutes. With all the famous people. And another celebrity would walk in, and you're just kind of sitting there. Your job was to write news stories based on the interviews that were happening on the set. Yeah, which is really cool. wherever else the news was coming from. But, yeah, so it was, it was this constant flood of people coming in and watching. Watching you guys handle all of that as amazingly as you could, and mm-hmm. running the live show and making sure everything was on time. Thank you. And it was, I, it was fantastic. I, I, was I will say, like, one grievance from a game perspective mm-hmm. is that Pokemon Go is completely suffocated oh, and bottlenecked yeah. trade shows yeah. even more. Like, it was already one. It was like one thing I've watched this happen over the last six, seven years. Yeah. Um, I think my first my first Comic Con was New York Comic Con, which I think was eight or nine years ago, eight years ago maybe. Yeah, and. Uh, no people like smartphones back then were like it, it just wasn't yeah. it just wasn't the same amount of things like you either got a text or you got a phone call otherwise you didn't use it you know yeah. you weren't like checking your email uh to everyone having a smartphone which got kind of be cumbersome and a nuisance to everyone constantly on their smartphones Pokemon, like yeah. max and i were straight up like actually max yelled like get out of the way get off your phone and get out of the way like yeah. i've no, done, I mean, it's, it's I've like, done like, that at trade shows hauling camera gear it's like, it's, yeah. like, like yeah. it's in, incredibly difficult to walk around a comic kind of begin with and this also applies to GDC packs, whatever. If you're in a crowded environment, be aware of your surroundings. Like if you if you sense that there are people walking behind you, 
and they're trying to get around you, get out of the way. And if you yeah. don't sense this because you're staring at your phone, just go stand behind well, a pillar. Like find a place yeah. where it looks like go stand against the wall. Like to me, I think it's, I think of them as cigarettes in that they have a direct negative impact on a seven foot radius of people around you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Duck behind something or pull off to the side if you're going to smoke. Yeah. The same thing, like you're putting. You're gonna catch Pokemon. If you're going to if you're going to catch Pokemon, like go over there. Yeah, but you at know? the same time, it was funny when I I had it open in my on my phone while I was sitting in the room, and occasionally Bush, part of the I had problem. to. I know, but I was sitting. I wasn't walking. Yeah, uh, and occasionally a celebrity would like look over, like I saw them glancing just to see, because definitely some of them were playing. Oh and then, yeah, they're and all the playing. others know if they're not playing, so it was just that funny thing of like seeing like oh someone from The Walking Dead is looking over at the phone. No, and, that like, was Grant Gustin is like seeing it. Yeah. That was like. That's like, first of all, like one of the icebreakers you ask every celebrity at Comic Con is, How's your Comic Con? Because it's just like, it's just sort of being like, What do you think of this weather? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But the new one this year was like, Hey, so you guys playing Pokemon Go? Because chances are either they are or a friend is, or it's something that everyone is interacting with on some level, whether they're playing it themselves or one of their cast members is or their directors like won't put it down to shoot the scene, like stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know what else is kind of cool is, is hearing Tom Hiddleston's words coming directly out of his mouth Ooh. and into your ears. Yeah, he, that he was walked a, into the room. Yeah. we locked eyes and was, we locked speaking eyes. Of, speaking of characters, I would go gay for Tom Hiddleston. He's yeah. a beautiful yeah. man. He was mm-hmm. wonderful. But like, it was really weird. I was. It's like I mean, we all know what his voice sounds like. He's Loki. He's got that. Yeah. Cool, he's got that cool ass voice. And like, he he walked by and just like said said something, and I was like, huh, that's weird. That didn't go like into a camera and microphone and through a post-processing center and then onto a blu-ray that i bought at best buy that came out of that man's mouth and went right into my ears mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool yeah. the um we do the man made some noises and now they're inside <laughs> my head we do a live show for three days uh in a row at comic-con it's thursday friday saturday and right. saturday yeah. at like three thirty has become this sort of like running or annual block where the cast of The Walking Dead comes by, or whoever's yeah. still alive from The Walking Dead, which is like for the last few years the same few people in a row, and it always coincides right when a whole bunch of trailers drop. Yeah. Yeah. So Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick on that show, comes over and he puts his hand on our editor in chief Steve Butt's shoulder, and he goes, well, "What are the trailers this year?" Yeah. And they yeah. sit there and they watch, they watch the Wonder Woman trailer, yeah, they watch the King Kong trailer. Cool, and- get in here. We got King Kong trailer. Yeah, and Carl's there, and it's great. And they all hang out. And so I interviewed Rick, Carl, and Megan this year. And right before and right after we did the interview, they ran over and they watched all the trailers with everybody yeah. else in the room. Yeah. So there's just a crowd of IGN editors geeking out of all the cool new comic trailers. Yeah. And the cast of The Walking Dead just that's, as excited. That's one of the most surreal moments it's that so I've, cool. I've ever had because like I watch that show every week. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite shows on television. And I literally was standing right next to him watching the Kong trailer and goofing about it. Like yeah. it, was, yeah. it was really cool. And I will say, that those three dudes that you just mentioned like maybe some of the classiest dudes at oh, Comic-Con yeah. because yeah. they were on our set they were super funny really nice and then I watched them come off of our set and go down the rows to each of the people that was working on the live show myself included and like make eye contact or shake a hand when they could and be like hey thank you so much for having us on yeah. like, it was just so in- awesome. incredible yeah. guys yeah, yeah. really nice cool. dudes the, I mean, the, the kid who plays Carl uh, we we like shared this moment last year and we were laughing about it again this year where um, he we have like we have like catered snacks and and like food comes in and there's yeah. like a, beverages and stuff like that. So it's just like a little craft service table type of thing. And um, he was eating a, a Reese's Nutrageous last year, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, I think it's like so cool that like you you get to like you know that you're a celebrity, but you still like eat snacks and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I see a lot of people like they don't eat anything because they're celebrities. And he was like, well, yeah, also I'm a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there, it's like about to open a Nutrageous and bite into it. I was like, oh, that's right, I have like 25 years on you. Yeah. And I'm fat. I think that was my favorite. 
part of the show is seeing them both as fans of each other and as just normal yeah. people. Like the when the Walking or no, it was Game of Thrones. Cast Game of was Thrones there, was coming off, and, and Walking Arrow, Dead was. Uh, or, well, there was, was Arrow, yeah. and the Arrow cast wanted to take pictures with the, yep. the Game of Thrones Aww. guys. It was just this funny thing of like Green Arrow is taking a photo with Sir Davos because he's there, and it's, and they're because they're watching each other's shows. Yeah, you know, so cool. like I love it was that. great, and then just also yeah, like having normal conversations. I got to speak to Bruce Campbell and he spoke to me for five minutes about why wool socks are better than non wool socks. <laughs> Joe, just straight up five minutes single about interaction that, that I've had with Bruce Campbell is yeah. that exact thing where he yeah. just, like, you introduce yourself, you're like, oh, hey, Bruce, I'm a big fan of your work. Yeah. And then he'll just start talking to you about some random, like, I've yeah. met him three or four different times and every time it's like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But I love it. And, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. And it's just great seeing them all because they're all there to do a job. Also, La- yeah. Last year there was this incredible, gonna... yeah, no, real quick, there was this Sorry, incredible yeah. moment. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, the Fillion thing? Yeah. With yeah. Nathan Fillion and and uh, Bruce Campbell had this very uh, Han Solo, Billy D. Williams thing where they came in each yeah. other and was like, "You swindler, you dirty bag of donut," and then they went in and gave <laughs> each other a hug. Like I thought they were mad at each other for a second, yeah. and then they it was that yeah. you know that whole predator moment and they of knew like, that, like everyone was just like, "Oh what?" Yeah. 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 Or I saw you know uh, Dennis Leary and Mike Tyson last year were just like. Hey man, I haven't seen you since that fight in Vegas. And he's like, Yeah, no, it's a really good fight. And they give each other a hug. It was great. Yeah, it's just excuse like, to do your famous Mike Tyson yeah. impression. I know. Of course. Like Jamie Lee Curtis asked me where the bathrooms were, and I'm like, Oh, she's got a poop. That's funny. <laughs> it's because all that activity. Yeah. All right. Speaking oh, of all that, like we interviewed the all cast right, of all that. All we did that, Double yeah. Dare. Watch all our videos. There's so yeah, so yeah, many cool things we did. Thing yeah, go watch. Go watch yeah. Max and I on the set of Double Dare. It's, it's probably the happiest I've ever been on camera. Yeah, I got to unbox. I can think of summers and i was making yep. dirty jokes about cat dog and yep angry beavers anyway uh <laughs> it's a good time to be alive i interviewed uh, justin timberlake what the hell that was an amazing yeah. interview you and terry with anna kendrick too just yeah it's just, it's just so weird i'm at dmx but that had yep. nothing to do with comic-con yeah, yeah that was that so was weird a... dmx was staying in our hotel i came back really late and i was like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of like Men with motorcycles in like the front of this hotel, and it's awfully, it's awfully late for them to be yeah. playing, doing motorcycle stuff. And like, then I'm like, those have those are very familiar R's on their jackets. I'm like, wait a second, those are two R's right next to each other. There was a there was a jazz band that played every night in the lobby of our hotel, and we came back one night after dinner. It was like maybe nine o'clock, and DMX was just completely apropos of nothing. Was in the lobby singing with them he's just <laughs> he was just oh fronting God. their band yeah. it was so also, yeah we came great. back from the IGN party and there was a row of motorcycles outside yeah. and Zach was like kind of goofy and had a few drinks I mean it was kind of just like Hey, uh, what if I knocked all these motorcycles over? What did you say? You wanted the ghost rider? I, no, I said I was going to join. I was like, let's grab a couple of these motorcycles and hit the town. And the Rough Riders, who I did not know that's who they were, <laughs> did not think that was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was really funny because I was, I was waiting there and um, I didn't have my phone on me. And I like, I there were this, this, this Uber of like just the most squeaky queen looking like millennials pops up. And they're just like these like kids. And I'm like, how are you allowed to be up this late? Like, what mm. are you doing? They all look like they, they should be at VidCon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, these Rough Riders are probably going to be attack these poor kids I don't know they're so rough they're just the rough riders and then I was like I'm gonna get my phone I, no one's gonna believe me and so I come back down and like DMX is posing for photos with all these like adorable little kids and then I'm like uh, excuse me Mr. X and then it's like his, one of his one of his crew was just like hey I'm JJ you want a picture with, with the man, with the dog and I was just like yeah sure and I'm wearing this Hawaiian shirt and he's like 
there's a Wi-Fi over here. And I was just like, yeah, right. So sure. I got a picture of him making like the hang 10 gesture. Oh, I'm just like, oh that's what that was. I was yeah. like, are there new gang signs? <laughs> no, he's like, oh, Hawaii. Um, so weird. Yeah, so that was a, it was a fun that was a fun series of days. Um, yeah. yeah. So definitely go check out our coverage. And uh, yeah. you can always keep track of our weird little day-to-day moments uh, on Twitter. I'm yep. Max Scoville. Brian is Agent Bizzle. Mm-hmm. Zach is Zacharias D. Mm. And Dornbush, what are you on there? Uh, well, I do need to t- change it to uh, Johnny Donnie, Donnie Jorn- Jorn- I don't Jorno. Know my name anymore. Jorno? It's clearly Comic Con still hitting me. I'm at JM Dornbush. Perfect. Okay. Right on. Cool. Simple. Well, thank you guys all for listening. And once again, go join that uh, Podcast Beyond Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash Podcast Beyond. And Did of we? course, we also have a YouTube channel Correct. that we're doing stuff with, which is youtube.com slash IGN Beyond. And we're, we had a meeting this morning about how we're going to put more Let's Plays on there. We're going to get weird. It's You can all watch the video that we're currently in which is mm-hmm. a weird thing to so if you're watching it here then that's where you are yeah subscribe uh, to that channel we are not currently the most subscribed IGN show on YouTube yeah. and we gotta be number one because yeah, that's just the friends. way we were um, oh yeah. Sir Daniel Sir what? Medieval oh. Sir Daniel oh thanks yeah. that's great yep. just wow. wanted to make sure there nice. was an SNL sketch about Buzzer a guy beer. who re, uh, has a, a reference for a conversation 45 minutes after <laughs> it happens and it's yep, perfect yep. nice well uh, on that note uh, beyond Beyond. 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 Is this the first episode we didn't curse? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Hell, that's good. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.